the Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. The Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. Yeah. 2FM. We are celebrating our fifth year anniversary today. Jenny, someone did text in after we surprised you with Joanna Lumley. Yeah. Um, and someone texted in and said, that convo with Joanna Lumley was actually so cute. Uh, no shame <laughs> in being a fangirl, Jenny. And we did invite Joanna to live with us as well yeah. if she ever, if she's the ever back in It's the only time I've ever done that, actually. But uh, yeah, it was quite a highlight this morning. And speaking of highlights, we have another one. Absolutely. Our next guest is a man who was born in Hackney in London and at age four moved his family to New Ross in County Wexford, uh, where he grew up. At only 17 years of age, he upsticks and took uh, to the bright lights of London again to follow his musical passions. His first album, Lonely Are the Brave, firmly established him as a serious force to be reckoned with. His new album is out in a few weeks' time and we're nothing less than thrilled to have him with us today, especially for our, our fifth birthday. Uh, Maverick Sabres in the house, everybody! How the hell are you, man? Very well, thank you. It's so good of you to fly in just for us today. Well, it was a 3 a.m. start. We're still <laughs> awake, still fresh. So, yeah, it's good. Nah, it's good to be here. It's great. It's brilliant to have you back. Nah, we spoke on the phone about three years ago. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, I do with remember a good chat, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good to have you back. Nah, so talk nice to, to us back. anyway. Uh, tell us a little bit about the new album and the, the videos that have gone to accompany some of the tracks so far. Mm-hmm. A lot of work has gone into these big kind of, I won't say departure, it's still similar style, but mm-hmm. you can see it really coming on every year as it goes by. Yeah, the album, this album's quite quite a different album in the writing process to the rest of them. Everything was written, every single song was written to a visual, whether it be a painting or a photo or a music video on mute or a film on mute. So the whole f- kind of feel of the album's got a soundtrack kind of, ambient feel to it um and when we were sat down there's a couple of close directors who who worked on on the first three videos with me and when we sat down we kind of the, the intention was to try and make them like small scenes to a movie um to kind of bring people into the world of right. the album um and we were just back here two weeks ago last for the last two weeks actually um making the next two videos so yeah there's more to come the album's got you know a hell of a lot of different styles ranging from everything that I've started off doing to everything I've been experimenting on in the last And what years. about kind of collaborations and that? Is there people that you were you kind of had been trying to get and you got them for this album or what way has it worked for you? Uh, do you know what? I always like to have people that are quite close to me mm. um, on, my, on my albums, especially on my own albums. Um, so I finally got to have Georgia Smith, who I've been working with for the last, since she's been about 16. Um, so she's on a record on there and Chronics as well, which is a brilliant great uh, reggae act from Jamaica because the um, other thing you did as well is you did a track with um, Paul Allwright who I people did. remember as Lethal Dialect yeah, who I yeah. love and undoubtedly uh, for me anyway because we had him on the show and it's yeah. just it's my favourite track on the album oh, that he wicked. did with you and obviously would you go kind of quite far back with him over the years yeah I remember I've known Paulie since since he's been about uh I think 16, we used to phone each other this is when you used to phone people on the house phone <laughs> yeah. we used to phone each other and speak about like American hip hop records, like you know, underground records, and we'd speak for hours on the phone. We'd be like, "Yeah, is uh, Michael?" I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> and we'd sit and I'd twist the phone into the living room. We'd speak about Cameron and Dipset, yeah. early Fifty Cent records that no one else was speaking about, and that was our line of conversation for years. So I've known, yeah, I've got a good, good long relationship with Paulie. How is? How do you think, Maverick? Your your music has changed now. Your artist, are you as an artist now versus when you were starting off? Uh, I think when I started off, I wasn't a singer. I, you know, I, I started when I was really, really young. When I first started playing guitar, I was about eight or nine, and you know, I was initially singing. But when I first started putting out music, when I was about fourteen or fifteen, I was spitting a lot. You know, I set up a MySpace page. That's where I put the name Maverick Saber. I was back in the days when you used to have MySpace pages. Yeah. But, um, and I was spitting for years, 
And as time went on, I started picking up the guitar more and then I was singing my choruses because I had no one else to sing the choruses. Right. So even on my first album, Lonely Out of Brave, when I listen back to it now, for me, it was still me, a young man, trying to find my voice. And I feel like that's the biggest thing that's changed as time's gone on. You know, but my voice and the depth of my voice. Really when you were eight or nine learning that guitar, yeah. what were you listening to? And what were you learning the guitar to? Uh, I was listening to whatever my dad was listening to, to be right. honest, which was like a lot of uh, blues and... I had a Drifters tape, so it was like Spanish Harlem, Sweets for My Sweet, Stand By Me. That was kind of, they were my big influences at the time. And a bit of Bob Dylan and stuff like that. Right. And then and how much of what sort of goes on in the world, and particularly at the moment, influences the music you make? I mean, certainly, did you find, you know, that the likes of Grenfell Tower and all these things had, mm -hmm. quite, had quite an impact on you? And I would imagine over in London even more so. Yeah, I think so. I think for me, the music that always attracted me when I was a kid was... Uh, music that spoke about the times mm. um, revolutionary music or just socially aware music music that was reflective of the society at that time and for me you know it doesn't run through every single tune I ever write but I feel like there's a responsibility for me just in my own artistry that I'd like to represent what I see and what I feel around me you know so yeah there's been a lot of different things over the last couple of years I think mm. both here and and both in both in England that um, you know have been quite divisive um, and I think that's you know I'd, 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 I think I've put that put that into the album as much as I can. You know. And then you've moved to a new place. You recently. got kicked out of the other one. Is that true? Yeah, I was like, where'd you get all this information from? <laughs> <laughs> We've been I'm following like, you. Know the address on my <laughs> phone I was number. Next door and, uh, to you. What I got up to last night. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, yeah, I was in a flat for four years uh, in Crouch End in North London, and when I first moved in, there was no one above me or below me. And, you know, I just put my first album out, done quite well, and I just finished the tour when I just moved in. I was on tour for three years. So I was, you know, I enjoyed the time when I first moved in there. I can imagine. Uh, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. And uh, <laughs> as the years went on, uh, people started moving in and then moving out, moving in above and below me. And for the last year, I started to work on this album. And my neighbours just weren't having it, so they were complaining every time. I've got quite a loud voice, so they, they were complaining every time, like seven o'clock in the evening, me playing guitar and singing. And eventually I got a phone call and said, look, you've got a month, you need to get out. Get out. And I was like, I'm only making music, so like, I don't care. I've like, been here like, for four years. <laughs> People pay to listen to this. <laughs> She's like, look, well, you sound like a racket downstairs, so uh, you need to get out. So, um, yeah, I moved into a new, uh, a new spot about two years ago. And my down, I just went in and checked with my downstairs neighbors. I've got no one above me. I was just like, look, I'm going to be making some music. Probably some, you're going to hear some screams and shouts and <laughs> laughter and singing. And, uh, and they were like, yeah, no problem. As mm -hmm. long as you don't mind us having four day raves at the weekend, you can play all the music you want in the week. So I was like, that's a well, pretty good compromise. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. And that's how I made my The good my, my news is album. that yeah. the, uh, the result <laughs> of that is When I Wake Up, which is going to be released on Friday, the 22nd of March. Uh, you're also going to be performing live at Cypress Avenue in Cork, 29th of March, the yeah. Academy in Dublin the following night mm -hmm. on the 30th. You're going to be on the Ray Darcy show on RT tomorrow night and you are going to perform Slow Down for us now. So I'm going to I'm gonna jump out of the um, way because you brought Ed with you as well. He's going brought, to do guitar. Yeah, so uh, I will leave you to it. Ed Thomas. Hey, Ed. Hello. Good to see you, mate. <laughs> and this is, is it true this is your first day playing the guitar? Yep. Yeah, yeah, let's see how it goes. Wish <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Best of luck, lads. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah. Had a feeling that you'd call me to say you're sorry and say you just sense my mistake. 
Are you waging up a war for the sake of something to say? When am I not to blame? You know what you gotta say about me? I don't know you very well if you're acting like someone else. You know what you gotta say about us? Don't you see this all leads to games? You should start trusting me. Slow down, won't you come around? Slow down, won't you come around to my way? Slow down, won't you come around? Slow down, won't you come around to my place? Well, I wish I could say sorry, but I don't have much to say. You won't believe me anyway. I've got a thing for causing arguments, but in my defense, I'm scared you'll walk away. Now what you gotta say about me, I don't know me very well if I'm acting like someone else. You know what you gotta say about us, don't you see this all leads to games and you should start trusting me. So slow down, don't you come around. Slow down, don't you come around to my way. Slow down, don't you come around. Slow down, you. I've been trying not to let you go, but I'm trying on my own. There's no one else like you I know that's like this. I've been trying not to let you go. But I'm fighting on my own. There's no one else like you. I know this. So slow down, won't you come around? Slow down, won't you come around to my way? Slow down, won't you come around? Slow down, won't you come around? To my Oh, absolutely incredible lads Ed as well thank you so much uh, Maverick Sabre thank you for coming in to thank us today amazing and you are going to stick around with us for a little bit but I don't want to say why just yet if that's okay that's all good we'll say nothing it's 2FM <laughs> 2FM <laughs> the Nicky Burns Show with Jenny Green